Welcome to EJB Talks, Rutgers Blaustein School Experts in Policy, Planning, and Health, where we talk with our faculty and staff experts, as well as students, about how the fields of public policy, urban planning, public health, health administration, and public and urban informatics affect your lives. Welcome to EJB Talks. I'm Stuart Shapira, the Interim Dean of the Blaustein School, and the purpose of this podcast is to highlight the work of my colleagues and our alumni in the fields of policy, planning, and health are doing to make the world, the country, and New Jersey a better place. Today, we welcome Elizabeth Cooner, the Executive Director of the New Jersey State Policy Lab, to the podcast. The Policy Lab has a place near and dear to my heart, as I am the principal investigator uh, for the lab and was uh, played a significant role in founding it. Liz, welcome to the po- podcast. Thanks, Stuart. I'm happy to be here. Let's start with a description of what the Policy Lab is and what its goals are. So we're an independent, nonpartisan research center. We're really a collaboration between the Blaustein School of Planning and Public Policy and the School of Public Affairs and Administration in Newark. We're funded primarily by uh, New Jersey Office of the Secretary of Higher Education. And um, what we're all about is conducting rigorous evidence-based research to enable state policymakers to address the needs of New Jersey communities In all the work that we do, we focus on equity issues. And as you said earlier, we're working to improve the quality of life for all New Jerseyans. Great. Um, What are the uh, primary areas of focus for the lab? So we have a number of different issues that we're studying upon from healthcare to education, transportation to housing, the environment to equity issues. Some specific projects that we're looking at right now uh, include telemedicine, which is really an outgrowth of uh, the pandemic, uh, equity in public schools, food insecurity, transportation, digital equity, and women in work, to name a few. Fantastic. So a very big emphasis on issues surrounding equity and social justice. Absolutely. Let's start talking about some of the recent work that the lab has produced, and it's been fairly productive in the last couple of weeks. Um, The one that got a lot of attention in particular was the one that Dean Menefield worked on, on cannabis legalization. Can you talk to me a little bit about the main points of this report? Sure, I'd be happy to. So um, with the recent legalization of cannabis use and possession for adults um, 21 years of age or older in New Jersey, Uh, back in 2021, um, Dean Menefield wanted to spearhead this research to really have a focus on health, law enforcement, and educational outcomes uh, associated with the use of marijuana. And um, he envisioned this project as really a baseline study. So we need to take a look at where things stand currently on each of these different outcomes and, and then continue to measure them to understand potential negative impacts of cannabis use. So um, they started the report by examining uh, what proportion of the population has ever used uh, marijuana. They looked at arrest rates uh, broken down by race and ethnicity. Um, They examined uh, educational impacts for such things as out of school suspensions by race and ethnicity. Um, And they found, for example, that black students missed two times as many school days as white students and um, substances were the third most common uh, explanation for the infractions. 
ultimately, they argued that it's incumbent upon policymakers to create protocols to minimize the negative impacts of recreational marijuana use. Yeah, well, certainly this is a hot topic in in New Jersey circles right now, um, and really nationwide as well. Um, So yeah, obviously cannabis is a big issue in New Jersey and nationwide. Um, Just yesterday, the lab released a report, although it'll be about a week by the time people actually hear this uh, podcast on eviction assistance. What did we learn from that report? Right, following the COVID uh, pandemic, the housing crisis got um, notably um, more challenging and local governments had to administer the emergency rent assistance programs. Um, And so a series of of authors, David Trout and others, worked on examining these programs in five cities, Newark, Camden, Trenton, Jersey City, and Elizabeth. And they wanted to take a look at really um, how they went about administering the programs and distributing the funding. They found that some partnered with local nonprofits while others worked with a consulting firm such as Newark. They worked with uh, Ernst & Young. Um, And what they found is that um, the systematic eviction prevention does work well, but it does require, because it is an ongoing crisis, it requires uh, that um, we'll continue to pay attention to the issues surrounding housing security for our most vulnerable populations. Uh, including people of color and households with children. Yeah, I mean, everybody's wondering now what's going to happen that the eviction assistance is uh, is been eliminated by the federal government. Um, CDC is no longer providing that. And does the report give us any uh, speculation or guidance about how bad things are going to get? Well, um, we do see that current census data points to the problem being greater in New Jersey than across the country. We found that 22% of households in New Jersey are behind on their rent uh, compared with 16% across the country. So it's, it's a real challenge. And um, so it's something that we'll have to continue to examine and continue to address uh, at the policy level. Yep. And especially here in New Jersey. So we have a fond uh, spot in our heart as well for the first report that the policy lab uh, issued. I should point out the lab has only been in operation since last summer. Um, and a couple weeks ago, it issued its first report. And uh, as Liz reminded me before we started taping, it's the still the most frequently downloaded uh, uh, report on the on the site and the most uh, gets the most hits. Um the report focused on vacant commercial properties. Can you tell us why this is important and what the report had to say? Uh, sure. Um, so here we've seen that the growth in e-commerce and telecommuting has negatively impacted the demand for commercial property. And uh, this combined with the economic recession resulting from the pandemic has led to an increase in vacant commercial property in New Jersey. Um, but I will say, um, based on their examination, that examination of the data. It's not as bad in New Jersey as it is in other parts of the country. Uh, Nonetheless, they wanted to uh, explore this issue uh, because vacant commercial properties can lead to increased crime, reduced economic growth, and lower government revenues. So um, they explored tax and subsidy policies that could be used to activate vacant commercial properties. They examined the four different classes of commercial property in a number of different cities across the state And um, basically the major finding is that in New Jersey, tax policies may not be promising given our current New Jersey tax laws, but that other non-tax policies could be implemented. 
So things like vacant property registrations, which have been done in Trenton, code enforcement policies, land banks, and um, better case law in courts and training for tax court judges. Um, in the end, the authors, Mike Hayes and Penju Chang, did say that each city will need to choose the policy tools that fit their local community. So uh, already, you know, a, a significant array of policy issues that that impact New Jersey um, have been covered by the lab. And this is hopefully just the tip of the iceberg. Um, what what else is the lab working on or investigators funded by the lab working on that uh, we can expect to see in the in the months to come? So we have a number of really exciting uh, studies that we're uh, funding. So we're looking at things like digital equity issues. Uh, transportation changes resulting from the pandemic, equity in state budgets, uh, the feasibility of offering mental health supports as part of the unemployment insurance program. Um, We're looking at women in work um, and the fallout of the pandemic. Um, And next week, we'll be releasing a study related to food insecurity. And all of these kind of do have, I mean, you can see the theme running through them to some degree. It's uh, all of them do have that equity theme uh, located, if not at their center, very close to it. Absolutely. Liz, thank you very much for coming on today and going through the work uh, of the Policy Lab. Oh, it's my pleasure. Uh, Happy to be here with you, Stuart. Thank you very much. And also a big thank you to Amy Cobb and Karen Olson, our production team. Um, We'll see you next week with another talk from another expert at the Blaustein School. Until then, stay safe.